You're listening to the Anatomy Nerd Show, exploring wellness modalities around the globe. I'm leading you on a wellness quest, talking to health professionals as my guest to spread knowledge that is worthwhile to empower you to live a healthy lifestyle. Use herbs, foods, and spices in medicinal ways, how to make it routine and not just a phase. Discovering an abundance of possibilities as you join me on this wellness journey. You're listening to episode number six of The Anatomy Nerd Show, where we discover crucial health topics and wellness modalities from around the globe and how to use foods, spices, and herbs in medicinal ways in order to educate you on ways to balance nutrition, mobility, and mindset in the most impactful way. I am your host, Vanessa Reagans, aka The Anatomy Nerd. This episode is part two of episode number five, stretching versus foam rolling. So let's dive right in. In episode five, I shared briefly about the formula that I created to create custom mobility plans for my clients and the members of Anatomy Nerd community. I hate hearing about individuals suffering from muscular pain in their body or getting injured from just simply walking down the hallway of their office. As you can imagine, I have heard all sorts of stories about how one could get injured in my massage career. Now, many of our injuries are from not taking care of our bodies. Regaining and maintaining mobility is our responsibility. It is your responsibility to maintain and regain that mobility. No one is going to do it for you. And no, a massage once a month is not even going to come close to reversing your structural imbalances. If you haven't already noticed, I am so passionate about helping you not be in pain that this topic, stretching versus foam rolling, deserves another dedicated episode. So let's define stretching. Stretching is when you place a muscle group in a stretch to a point of tension. Now, why would we do that? There are three main objectives to stretching. One, it creates length in the muscle tissue. Two, it increases mobility in the joints. For instance, if you know anybody who works out a lot at the gym and they pump a lot of iron with their biceps. They're constantly doing those bicep curls. And if you've ever noticed them, how they stand with their elbows bent and they can't necessarily fully extend that elbow joint. Those folks are not stretching and taking care of their mobility. And your maintenance routine really, really needs to be a combination of foam rolling and stretching. Last but not least, the last objective is to hold that stretch for 30 seconds. So what happens in those 30 seconds that you're holding that muscle group in that point of tension? When a muscle is placed in a stretch, it tends to tighten up because it's alerting the brain that we need to be cautious of this action. There usually is a lack of oxygen from not breathing, and 
that also increases your heart rate. And the lack of breathing and the increase of heart rate is an alert to the brain that this activity might not be safe for the muscle tissue. Now, when you blend your stretching with a nice steady breathing rhythm, it's going to calm the heart rate down. When you have a steady breath and a calm heart rate, that is going to alert the brain that this activity, this stretch is safe and it's okay to begin lengthening. Now let's talk about foam rolling. The definition of foam rolling is myofascial release or self-massage and releases muscle tissue and fascia. So foam rolling in another sense is self-massage or another term, self-massage. And the act of foam rolling releases the muscle tissue and the fascia. So I want to share a little bit about what fascia is and Everybody kind of pronounces it differently if you call it fascia or fascia, however you want to call it. I won't judge. Fascia is a clear, almost, we, we described it in massage school like saran wrap that is woven in between all of your muscles, all of the ligaments. It's intertwined throughout everything. It supports your organs. And when the fascia gets tight, just like a muscle, it restricts mobility. So when we are doing foam rolling, there are three major things that the foam roller, the act of foam rolling your muscle is doing. One, it's breaking up adhesions in the muscle tissue. Two, it's releasing a buildup of lactic acid that can form in the muscles with your workouts or any type of activity. Three, it realigns the muscle fibers. So when I say it breaks up adhesions in the muscle tissue, I want to take you on an analogy journey here. If you can imagine hair, I like to use hair as this analogy. For me, if I don't, brush and straighten my hair and I just let it dry after a shampoo, it tends to get pretty frizzy and it looks stringy. It doesn't look neat. And if I don't brush it throughout the day, as the day progresses, it just gets worse. So if you can imagine when you're taking your brush and you're combing through your hair and you hit a knot and you just can't push through it, what do you do with that brush? You work at that knot and you gently, well, I try to gently brush through that knot, untangle the hair fibers so that the hair is going to fall into place nicely and it's going to look really, really straight and really, really aligned. So similar to our muscle tissue, we have muscle fibers that act like the analogy of hair. When we're going through our activities and we're not taking care of our mobility with foam rolling and stretching on a regular basis, those muscle fibers are going to get tangled 
and stringy, just like our hair. Or I guess I should say my hair, since it was my analogy about my hair. So um, you use the foam roller to mimic the action of the brush. And when you use the foam roller on your muscles, it is breaking up the knots in your muscle tissue that are called adhesions. It's breaking away any buildup of the lactic acid. And then the final part to foam rolling is that it begins to realign those muscle fibers. So it's such a, such a handy, handy tool and a, a healthy practice to really get into. So I just want to briefly discuss lactic acid. So side note here, lactic acid is not bad. We have lactic acid throughout our muscle tissue. The problem comes from a over buildup of the lactic acid. So when we work out or we do our activities throughout the day, that lactic acid is, it, it uh, liquefies. If we don't stretch or foam roll afterwards and we just let the body just cool too quickly, that liquefied lactic acid is going to harden. And that's when you feel that soreness. Or for me, when I run, I feel that soreness. If I don't foam roll, I'll feel that soreness in the center of my calf muscles. And it's pretty brutal. And when I step down on the ball of my foot every single step, if I don't foam roll and actively stretch after a run, it hurts so bad. Every single step is just daunting. It's terrible. I hate it. So the foam roller is going to break up the adhesions in your muscle tissue. It releases that buildup of extra lactic acid, and it helps realign those muscle fibers so that you can function in the proper range of motion. Now we've talked a bit about injury, and I wanted to share what I tell clients about how to use a pain scale. So the pain scale is from one to 10. When I am with a massage client, I ask them to tell me with a, with a knot that I'm trying to work out when I get to a level seven, because seven is the magic number for a knot in a massage session, because that's where you definitely can feel that I'm applying pressure and it might almost be to that hurt level. However, I guide the client through breathing and throughout that process to support that muscle releasing. Now, with a pain scale for injuries, I bring it back a few notches. I say that any type of pain point in your body, do not allow it to get past a five on that one to 10 pain scale. You should be foam rolling or stretching or doing something way before that pain, that pain point gets to that level five. I usually tell people that by level five, it's almost too late to reverse that discomfort. But if they get on the roller, 
and they do a five to 10 minute stretch routine, it's going to significantly reduce that pain and discomfort in their body. If you are suffering from any type of injury, lots of times it's those RMIs, which are repetitive motion injuries. Those are one of the trickier injuries to really address. And you have to actively be working on addressing them with a stretching routine, possibly a foam rolling routine on a regular, regular basis. Now, let's talk about when you have that injury and it's flaring up, what are you going to do? Well, there's a nice acronym that we use in the massage world and pretty much in all wellness industry. It's called RICE. You may have heard of it. It's R stands for rest. I stands for ice. C stands for compression. And E stands for elevate. So any injury, especially those repetitive motion injuries, you want to make sure that you're able to rest that area as much as possible. If you feel that inflammation, that pain, heat, or it's hot to the touch, then you need to ice it. Also, depending on what the injury is, you may need to do some compression. And last but not least, if there's inflammation in that area, you need to elevate that area above your heart. All right. So that concludes the pain scale and what to do when you have an injury, something similar like an RMI or a repetitive motion injury. Now I want to share a little bit more about how you can create a stretching and foam rolling routine. Step number one, get a mobility plan. It's customized. It's from me, the anatomy nerd. And I take your pain points and your daily activities to create that customized mobility plan for you. So for example, if you said my wrist, my neck, and my back hurts, I will give you three stretches for when your wrist hurts. I will give you three stretches for when your back hurts. And I'll give you three stretches to do for when that neck fires up. So you'll be able to use that as a tool throughout your day or any time of day whenever you're traveling. So you'll know three stretches for my neck, three stretches for my wrist, and three stretches for my back. And you'll have that in your head or you'll have that on your worksheet that you can refer to at any time. Step number two is to block off five to 10 minutes in your calendar. A lot of my classes that I teach online are in this duration of time, that five to 10 minute block of time. Step number three is to use your mobility plan to work on the areas that are bothering you. This mobility plan is your tool to use. When you feel that pain creeping up, don't let it get past the five. Take care of it before it gets past that pain point level. Now, after you get this routine down, then we can reassess between 30 and 90 days, depending on what we're working on together. 
And if you're interested in getting started with your mobility plan, I'd like to invite you to visit anatomynerd.life for the details, or please feel free to DM me on Facebook or Instagram at the anatomy nerd to get that process started. My hope in sharing this knowledge with you is that you take the time to commit to your health and wellness and implement these self-maintenance tools into your daily life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Anatomy Nerd Show. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast at anatomynerd.life and follow at The Anatomy Nerd on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave feedback about this episode. I love to read the comments, and I truly appreciate your support. Thanks so much for listening. This is The Anatomy Nerd, signing off for now.